Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Kip Harridge with your daily DRA Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. But more importantly, we tell you, based on the VRA Investing System, what's going to happen going forward. And um, going to go through some very important information, what I believe to be some very important information today is happening. We have a, another sharp sell-off today, although we did close off, off the lows by quite a bit. But I tend to follow um, what I believe to be the, you know, my favorite, what, I, what I'll call gurus. Uh, those that are perma bears, perma bulls, and those that uh, play it right down the middle looking at the indicators, which is what we do here. Uh, but I'm seeing an extraordinary amount of people that have gotten extremely bearish. Now, they may be right. I don't think so. Uh, but we are right there, folks. This is a, a market that certainly could take another tumble. I, while I don't see a crash, I certainly don't like the fact that every global market uh, every, every broad market index of every major developed market is trading below its 200-day moving average now, outside of the United States. We'll cover that in more de- detail in just a moment. I don't like that. I don't like the way the housing market's acting, the housing stocks, I should say. And, and I don't like the fact that the, the Dow Jones transports have now uh, closed below their 200-day moving average. But remember, it's October. This is how bottoms happen. And uh, I see a lot of indicators, sentiment-related uh, and action-related, uh, that tell us that we could be approaching what could be the buying opportunity for the remaining uh, 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 months of this year into first quarter of 2019. But this is a key juncture for the markets, a, an absolutely key juncture. This is when we got to have our, our thinking caps on here and pay close attention because it's either going to be a great buying opportunity, an opportunity to add to positions, an opportunity to put on new positions, including some, uh, some, some, some options trades, which, of course, we do here with parabolic options, or it's an opportunity for us to uh, 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 reduce our positions, get out of the market, get at least go to cash. Um, of course, here, um, the VRA takes a little bit of different uh, view on this. We never have more than 12 positions. We also uh, have some very good positions in, in, uh, in precious metals and some key mining stocks. And again, if the market's going to go through a significant uh, shakeup, then you would think that gold would be catching a serious bid. It's just not happening. That's just one of the things we're looking at. Let's go through a few things that, I, that we see as, as most important right now. First of all, the market details today. Dow Jones closed down 327 points at 25,379, down 1.3%. S&P 500 pretty much matched those losses, down 40 points, uh, 2768. Our biggest losers of the day are both the NASDAQ and Russell 2000, both down right at 2%. NASDAQ was down just over 2%, down 157 points at 74.85. And the Russell 2000 small caps uh, down 1.8%, down 28 points at 1560. So uh, for you for some very short term indicators that, that typically tell us that uh, that a turn is about to happen. We're, we are seeing those indicators right now. For example, the put call ratio today closed at 1.31. It traded above one all day, did the same yesterday. So this is a, a contrarian indicator. Anything above one is excessive bearishness. We're seeing that now. Uh, we see the same thing in the trend of uh, uh, the short-term trading index closed today at 1.27. 
Um, uh, it's traded as high today as 1.42. Again, anything above one is typically excessive bearishness. Now, if we're going to have a crash or a really sharp sell-off, then no nothing I just said matters. But if this is another typical October, and I've lived through 33 of these, okay, I have lived and worked through 33 of these, then this is how October bottoms happen. Uh, that is how I'm leaning. I believe this is going to be a reversal uh, in the markets. I think this is going to prove to be a great buying opportunity. But anybody that tells you they know for certain, well, they're lying to you because they don't know. No one knows what the market is going to do day to day. No one knows what the market is going to do short term. Medium term, long term, that's a different story. Short term, day to day, we just don't know. But again, we're seeing signs, and we'll go through a few more of these in a minute that I think are really interesting and important. Um, that uh, as an investor, you start watching a few of these indicators, and you start to notice some, some key divergences, and that's what I see happening right now. First of all, let's talk about the internals. We follow this very closely here, a big part of the VRA investing system uh, on both the fundamental and the technical side. Uh, advanced decline today was 3.5 to 1 negative. That's 1,930 stocks advancing to 6,600 declining. Uh, volume was 3 to 1 negative. Uh, 865 million shares to the downside, uh, 2.5 billion shares, excuse me, 865 million shares to the upside, 2.5 billion shares to the downside. And advanced decline was just 47, excuse me, new, 52 week highs to lows, I apologize. 52 week highs to lows, 47 stocks hitting fresh 52 week highs to a big 704 stocks hitting new 52 week lows. This is the most troubling for me and for the VRA system is that the uh, new 52-week highs to lows had just been brutally ugly for the last week. I, I don't remember seeing anything like this in the last three, four years, and, and the, uh, the statistics bear that out. That's the most troubling thing to me, is that we have so many stocks now that are, that are really ratcheting lower. Uh, we're looking at 50% of all stocks now uh, that are below, uh, well below now, the 200-day moving average in the S&P 500. Something like 8% of all stocks above the 50-day moving average. But again, these, these are also reversal indicators uh, because we haven't crashed. And the market was certainly set up that that could have happened. We've certainly seen the downside actions taking place in international markets. But so far, the U.S. has held up. Let's go over some of these most important indicators I'm talking about. Of the sectors, there are 11 S&P 500 sectors. Uh, there are still four that are above their 200-day moving average. Healthcare, utilities, uh, staples, and tech. Uh, XLK, the, the, the tech sector ETF, still above its 200-day. Uh, that means, of course, that seven are below. Uh, again, that matches what we're seeing everywhere else. Uh, this is not a positive sign. Real damage has been done, uh, but we could be having a bottoming process. Now, let's now talk about that. Let's, see, let's talk about why that's the case. Of the four major broad indexes, S&P 500, Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and Russell 2000, the S&P 500 closed today at exactly its 200-day moving average. Um, again, for, for those that m maybe need a, a little more information on why the 200-day is so important, it's, it's important because it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the moving average that everyone follows. It's, it, it, becomes, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy that um, if everybody follows one key indicator, in this case, the 200-day moving average, as trend followers do, 
uh, every trend follower that, that really that I know and follow, and I know this uh, this 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 this, uh, this system of investing pretty well, having used it now for three decades. Uh, the two hundred day is uh, is something that we look at as kind of a, a biblical thing. You know, we 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 don't want to buy stocks below the two hundred day and above the two hundred day. Well, that's a bullish trend. So. The S&P 500 today, again, closed exactly at the 200-day moving average. And what is interesting, uh, and we saw this in all four of the indexes today, is that as we are retesting uh, the lows of last week, uh, that retest so far has held. And the selling pressure, based on sell-side volume, is, is, is declining. This is the same action, by the way, that we saw in the February and the April lows of this year. We saw sell-side pressure, again, volume on the sell-side. We saw that begin to decline, giving us really our first clue at the time that, uh, that this may be a successful test. You don't want to see sell-side volumes explode up when the market is dropping. And we're seeing the reverse of that, so that's a positive. Same thing with the Dow Jones. We're still above the 200-day, uh, about 200 points above the 200-day moving average in the Dow Jones. And again, selling pressure is uh, is is, is le- lesser. It's, it's declining compared to where it was last week. The uh, the Nasdaq also above the 200-day, not by by much, few, about 50 points. But again, sell side pressures are le- are less than they were last week as as we uh, as we hit those lows. The only major U.S. equity index is, that's below the 200-day is the Russell 2000. That's been the case now for some time. That is very troubling. You, you want to see the, the, the NASDAQ and Russell 2000. They typically lead the way. The fact that they're leading the way on the downside is not a positive. Uh, but the Russell 2000 is also the index that gets to the most extremes, both on the upside and downside. So um, we're about 4% below the 200-day moving average on Russell 2000. But also, we saw less sell-side uh, pressure and volume than we saw last week. It, it may be too early to make this call. You know, obviously we've got to see what happens in the coming days. But that that is an early positive for me, um, and uh, and so we're, we're looking for positive wherever we can get them. I can tell you where there's a big positive, and that's in consumer sentiment. Uh, last night we got the AAII uh, Investor Sentiment Survey, and that now reads. 33% bullish to 35% bearish. So, again, the majority of investors are now bearish with 31% at neutral. And we also have an update on the CNN Money uh, Investor Sentiment Survey, which now sits at 12. And that's still extreme fear. It is a bit higher than it was last week when we hit 5. Uh, but, uh, again, investors are scared. This is typically how bottoms happen. Uh, bottoms... Uh, Bottoms happen far more often uh, when investors uh, are overwhelmingly bearish, as they are now, uh, than the reverse. Also, we typically don't get a crash when, when so many people are, are calling for one. So, again, uh, these, these are just the signs that we're seeing today. Let's also remember, and these are some most important points, October, every year, Every year that I've been in the business, I'm not saying that every year we've had a, a significant trading bottom in October, but going back 80-plus years, October has been the month for the markets to bottom. Uh, there's not really even a close second. It's also when crashes tend to happen, of course. Uh, 
but from the from mid October through May, this is when over ninety percent of all stock market gains take place year after year, year in year out. Mid October to May is when you want to be in the market. Again, more than ninety percent of all the gains take place during these months. And uh, let's also remember that. Uh, we've got a, a, a very important uh, statistic and some great analytics to consider when it comes to the midterm elections. The year after the midterms, now again, the midterms aren't until, what, uh, close to three weeks from now, but the year after the midterms is an extraordinary year to be in the markets. Uh, going back since 1946, we're looking at um, an average gain of 15% the year after the midterms, and it's been higher 18 of 18 times. It's 100%. That's a, an investing probability and an investing pattern that's impossible not to pay attention to. So to wrap up today, this looks to be to the early stages of a successful retest, but I believe we're going to get, we need some significant news to get the international markets back on track. This is where the real fear is coming from. It's the action of these, of these emerging markets, of China, now Europe. We are seeing some pretty intense selling pressure. And um, if I had one request at this point, you know, uh, the markets typically lead the fundamentals, okay? But this would be a great time from a fundamental point of view for uh, some kind of an early deal to get done on China and trade. could really give us a very uh, interesting trading bottom here. We need something positive. Uh, to reverse the selling pressure. And that's just a personal request that I have for, uh, for President Trump. Well, folks, uh, we'll be back here again tomorrow after the close with you. Again, this is Kip Harridge. Feel free to join us and uh, come, come check us out at vrainsider.com. We're back here uh, tomorrow after the close as we do each and every day. And let's, uh, let's see what, uh, how things look tomorrow and see if these mild improvements in the internals uh, continue to uh, develop. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow.